Hello, welcome to the J Buck Podcast. Today is Sunday, May 31st, 2020. And we're just off the cusp of the paid protests that have occurred over the weekend. And uh, a lot of people are wondering what's going to happen next. And I think that it's a good time to be looking at the sky. Look at the signs in the sky and in the heavens because it's through the stars and the uh, things that are going on in the sky. Like we've had a lot of asteroids above the normal amount lately that we know the time and seasons that we live in. Um, And I believe that there will be a time of a transition where those who are ready start to get like upgrades in the body where our bodies are going to get healthier and healthier and healthier as we go on. And um, it's a good time to reflect on what your beliefs are, what your values are, because you're going to have to have your own belief set and your own values to stand on in the coming days. Otherwise it's not going to be safe. Um, but having a belief in truth and love, having a belief that our rights are unalienable that come from God. Um, these are beliefs that can protect us. And I, was walking through a store the other day and I could feel like a dark cloud of gloom over the store and I just felt like I I didn't need to partake of that cloud of gloom because I have faith I have faith that my God is not the government my God is not other people's choices or behavior my God is within me he is my creator, and in him and through him, I have life. And if those things, if people believe that through the sword and through force and through the government of man is how we obtain our rights, that's not a good principle. Uh, if you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. Like, you need bigger, better principles than who's the biggest, strongest, baddest guy out there. That type of thinking, it's not refined. It's based on the the need to survive and self-survival, but it's based on the fear that man has the power to take that away from you and government has the power to take that away with you. And really, if man or government takes it away from you and you're peaceful and you stand on the grounds of peace, the gospel of peace, then even if they do take that from you, the universe is going to use it for your good. It's going to end up giving you more blessings when when bad things happen to us the universe and we're innocent the universe moves to balance that so that we get more blessings because of it so if we can endure well the difficult things that lie ahead and we stand on the gospel of peace because the armor of god it's the boots what what ground do you stand on violence or peace if you have the armor of god You've got to stand in the boots and the boots of peace.
I'm not saying don't defend yourself. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that when you when you're being true to yourself, you feel peace about it. And I don't know if you've ever felt an urge to become angry or act irrationally. And you felt that like inside warning, don't stop, don't do that. Like just be still and don't give in to that urge. I think that's the test that that's the biggest test is if somebody does threaten your freedom, just to realize no one can threaten your freedom. It comes from God. And if God's going to allow someone to take away your freedom that he gave you, then as long as you're being in his will and doing like, as long as you're doing what's right, God's going to find a way to pay it back. Like one person said that Jesus was able to come back after the resurrection for 40 days because he got one day for each day Satan tempted him when he was fasting for 40 days. So like when the devil harms you, when the devil takes away your rights, God sees that and he can restore those things to you. You just have to know that it's God that they come from. And it's too bad that like saying that sounds fringe because a few decades ago, like saying that our rights come from God wasn't fringe. Um, but Satanists have worked really hard to remove the belief in God from our day-to-day -day lives, thinking that you can separate God from the state. But because the state gets its rights from man, and man is made from God, then you can't separate... Excuse me, you can't separate God from the state. So, in the days ahead, we've got to stand in the full armor of God. And... Don't forget to put your shoes on, your boots. The boots are, you can teach the gospel. See, the war that we're fighting, we're not fighting against people. We're fighting against belief systems. When you believe in communism, when you believe in the collective salvation instead of individual salvation between you and God, uh, you are on the wrong side. History has shown that. Collectivism fails. You've got to take individual responsibility for your own choices and be accountable for your own choices in order to build a strong society that can take care of the needs of the individual and the society. If a society can't take care of the needs of the individual, the individual will be weak and you can't have a strong society if made of weak individuals. That's why collectivism doesn't work. Well, there's a million reasons why. And so we have to become teachers. We don't need to join the riots. We don't need to protest. We need to teach people the gospel, the truth. The truth will lead people to salvation. What we fight against, what we get angry against, what we rage against, the righteous indignation and wrath, it comes against the deception. Those dark clouds of deception that blind people and confuse them and entrap them and enslave them, it is that we fight against. It is the truth that we yield. Truth is the sword. It's the spirit of truth, and it's that which cuts away the enemy and disables the enemy. But if you're going to hurt other human beings, the enemy wants that. The enemy wants you to hurt people and feel like it was the morally right thing for you to do. No, if you believe that, you're going to get trapped. Be careful. We're supposed to love everyone. 
Jesus wants to save everyone. So the spirit of the truth is to cast away the dark belief systems. Now, people may not be willing to receive the truth, but we don't give up. We keep practicing and learning, okay, however deep they are in the cesspool of lies, we've got to find the root. We've got to find the way to get that person out. Or we have faith that God's going to help that person out in God's timing. But we don't give up on people. We pray for them always. And we trust in God's plan, which is to save people as they utilize their free will to receive the spirit of truth. When, they re when they're ready to receive it, then they can grow. But they have to choose to. We're not going to force people. And then when they do it, they can enjoy the success. Their, their success of their labor, of their work, of their um, choice to receive truth. So the sword of truth, the shield of faith, the boots of peace. We're not here to protest. We're not here to fight. We, we Our gospel is a gospel of peace. We have faith in God. Our rights come from God, not man. Our creator that gives us our daily bread and our breath in our nostrils. Like that God, our creator, that makes our bodies move and get up every day. The shield of faith, the sword of the spirit. We fight against the lies of the collectivism. That a collective community can take care of an individual. Not so. An individual can take care of an individual. And then as he's able, his family. So now we've got to talk about the helmet. The helmet of salvation. What does that mean? Well, it goes right along with the gospel of peace, which is the boot. So once you're saved, you can't glory in, in your own works. You've got to realize that you're saved by the grace of God, the grace of Jesus Christ. So the helmet of salvation protects your thoughts. So have you ever had thoughts of like feeling worthless, feeling um, run down, feeling like you're not loved, you're alone, you know, feelings that are thoughts that are not true, but that, that run around in your head and bring you down. Okay. Those thoughts, maybe that you made a mistake and you can't be forgiven, uh, those thoughts, you can defend against them with the helmet of salvation. We're saved through grace. We don't need to be perfect. And of course, um, that, that grace is that Jesus Christ loves us. So by believing in Jesus Christ and his love for us, okay, a lot of a lot of times the atonement that he, he um, birthed can, can be misunderstood. It was an act of love and it wasn't an act of martyrdom. <laughs> he did shed his blood for us, but it wasn't because uh, we're supposed to feel guilty for making him suffer. It's that he is, he became one with us and he overcame the flesh for us. And we can receive his gift. And he did it willingly. He wanted to do the Father's will. And he wanted to have the blessing of loving us like the Father loves us. And so he needed to go through that like a mother births a child. And bonds with the child. 
that Jesus knows our pain and can understand us in a way that only he can. That's what the atonement is all about. So that protects our thoughts. That can protect us from thoughts that make us become mentally ill or, you know, depression or obsession. So we need to protect our head. We are saved through Jesus Christ. That's the helmet. And then we've got your heart and your back. You need to protect that with a breastplate. And how do you protect the heart? Well, you can't protect your heart if you're being mean to other people. Because if you're being mean to other people, then that means you're okay with people being mean. And that means it's okay for people to be mean to you. So that leaves you open for your heart to be attacked. So if you don't want your heart to be attacked, you've got to treat other people with love the way you wouldn't want to be treated. So that's how you protect your heart. And then your loins. How do you protect your loins? Well, you only have sexual relations within a marriage because that is the order of creation. That is how to create in a way that does not cause pain and suffering. If you are living one way in public and then in your secret way, in your secret life, you're living another way. You're not being true to yourself. Then you're leaving your loins open for attack. Your private life and your sacred life needs to be based on righteous living, just like your public life. Okay, so that is like being chased and fidelity. So the way you protect your loins is through being single-minded. And single-minded means your sexual energy is in the way that you're, you're whole in your, in your sexual, um, in your, in your sexual expression. Okay, so we've got the helmet of salvation to protect us from the thoughts of depression or anxiety or fear or worthlessness or despair. The salvation of the grace of of Jesus Christ who will save us. We can have confidence that we are saved through belief in Jesus Christ. We have the breastplate that protects our heart by treating others with love. Then we will be protected if others try to hurt us. It won't, it won't stick because we believe in treating others with love, which means we deserve love too. Uh, gird the loins about with, with, um, being single minded, which means that your sexual expression is in line with the best for creation, which would be the law of chastity and your feet Wearing the gospel of peace, which means if someone wants to attack you, you stand on the ground of peace, not of violence. The sword of truth, where you're able to defeat the enemy by exposing where the deception is hiding. And by teaching the truth and casting out the false beliefs that are causing the evil principle to to reign in the hearts of men and to have power. And the shield of faith, whereby you realize that your rights come from God, not man. No, no, the strength of man cannot give you life, cannot give you breath, cannot make your heart beat, cannot make your lungs work. The strength of man is impossible to kill you 
Only God decides when you live and when you die. Faith in God that through him you have unalienable rights. He keeps you alive from day to day. And that makes me feel very grateful. And that faith will protect you from the darts of the enemy who will try to make you afraid that he is powerful enough to take away your rights and your life. He's not, if you can believe it, if you can have faith. So I I knew that I wanted to do a podcast on the armor of God, and I wasn't sure that's where this particular one was going to go, but that's where it ended up. So I think I will end this one here. I still have a lot in my heart that I want to share, but maybe I'll do that on the next podcast. So thank you for listening. Take care.